Now first get into your posture and as you are settling into your posture make your motivation clear know the reason why you are going to meditate and make it into a strong determination and have this determination inform your posture as you check the legs making sure they are comfortable making sure that they are placed in such a way that you don't need to consciously keep them in place the hands making sure the elbows are not too far nor too close to the body shoulders are even, relaxed find the natural straightness of the back center your head and neck make sure your mouth, teeth and tongue are in their natural places so the jaws are not too loose the teeth are not clenched the tip of the tongue touching slightly the back part of the upper teeth eyes conducive to meditation for you they can be closed, opened or half opened that's taking you to deeper levels of meditation so stay mindful of it bring your attention to your breath not trying to control the breath you're not concerned about chasing away distractions if there are any you're not trying to force the mind to focus on the breath bring your attention to the breath your only concern is awareness of the breath as you breathe in know that you're breathing in as you breathe out know that you're breathing out and staying aware of the breath in this way check the posture one last time and if you need to make adjustments make adjustments staying aware of the breath feeling a sense of confidence that you can hold on to this posture for the duration of your meditation and bring your attention just to the breath as you breathe out know that you're breathing out as you breathe in know that you're breathing in and when you breathe out again know that you're breathing out in this way follow the continuation of the breath follow the cycles keeping your awareness in an unbroken continuity of awareness in this way follow the cycles follow 21 of the cycles
you mindful of the sense of ease? Is it deeper? Is it the same? And we determine to continue to experience this ever-deepening sense of ease in your meditation. Recall the, the reason why you want to meditate. Make it as clear as possible. And bring your attention to the space in front of you, at the level of your eyebrows, about an arm's length or prostration's distance from you. And feel the presence of your guide in that space, your teacher, the very embodiment of the goal that you aspire to achieve, appearing in a form made entirely of light a form taken specifically to guide you, to inspire you. And find within you that measure of conviction that you are indeed in the presence of such a guide. Holding on to that measure of conviction Show your reverence in your mind, prostrate. Entrusting yourself, knowing that you are in the presence of your perfect teacher, your perfect protector, your infallible guide your guarantee to succeed. Again, think of the goal you're seeking in this meditation. Again, contemplate holding on to the measure of conviction you have in the teacher. And show your gratitude in your mind. Clear your conscience, 
admit your faults, the actions committed under their influence. Turn to the three jewels for protection. Let your mind take great joy in all measures of merit, yours and others. Especially take rejoice for those who have achieved the goal that you're seeking to achieve. Let your mind survey all beings, look at their conditions in compassion and with love. Turn your mind to the teacher again and this time feel that through the teacher you're connected to all the enlightened beings. With this realization and holding beings in your embrace of compassion and love, Ask the nine beings to please teach, teach how to end pain forever, how to achieve true happiness, and to stay, stay with sentient beings.
thinking of the qualities of the teacher, strongly aspire to be closer to the teacher and to those qualities. Then bring the teacher in the same direction as you are. Think of the meditation that you're about to do and beg the teacher for blessings so you can be free of your obstacles, so you can realize the goals you seek to realize. At some point, your aspiration to be closer to the teacher gets stronger and stronger. And through the strength of your aspiration to be closer to the teacher, the form of the teacher dissolves into a point of light, descends through the crown of your head, and merges with your mind at your heart center. attention back to your breath, staying aware of the breath, slowly become aware of the body once more. Hello everyone, welcome. <laughs> well, I wasn't expecting to see so many people tonight. <laughs> so don't worry, uh, you'll be able to make it in time to see the fireworks, okay? <laughs> uh, 
Okay, so we are meditating on uh, on wisdom. It seems like we haven't been long passion about wanting to wanting to wanting to have a direct experience of, of of the true nature of reality. And this passion comes from examining your 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 condition, examine examine what what is it that you have, what is it that you don't have, and seeing how the things that you don't want that you have that you want to get rid of. How they are, in order to get rid of them, the, uh, the the means, the conditions that will allow you to be rid of them is connected with with wisdom. And the, those things that you want, the one that the things that you want to be present in your life, the, what will allow them to truly be present and to stay present in your in your in your existence in your life, is connected also with wisdom. And th- thinking this way. Then you uh, you build up a very strong passion about wanting to wanting to have a direct experience of of the true nature of reality because you see how that is key for for everything that is your uh, the one thing that will cure everything the antidote for the the things that you don't want and the means for achieving the things that you want okay now after having done that then you have to uh, not only become acquainted with the steps of the actual meditation itself, what you're supposed to be doing in the beginning, the middle, and the end, but not only must you become proficient in that, but you must also uh, 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 bring together the other uh, supporting conditions, the supporting uh, uh, causes, which will, which, which are, you know, uh, you have to collect a lot of merit. Okay, and that is very important. And uh, the the best way to collect and think of, of it as as uh, a way of uh, or in somehow this through this action or the result of what you're doing may benefit all, all beings. Okay. Um, and if you can have actual bodhicitta, then that'll be that'll be uh, you know well, there's no need to say anything about that. But anything connected, anything uh, in the line of bodhicitta w- will help you and uh, gain a, as much merit as possible. And once you have uh, the, that as a necessary condition, uh, the, the supporting uh, conditions, then when you meditate, then you medita- the meditation becomes fruitful. fruitful. Then it becomes easier for you to actually gain a direct experience of emptiness or the true nature of reality. Now when you're in the actual meditation session itself, when you're sitting down uh, and you're going through the motions of seeking the true nature of reality, you, ha- you have to understand that your meditation is truly... Uh, looking for, uh, y- you must have a, a, a true or a true appreciation of what the opposite of emptiness is supposed to be, and and your meditation is really looking for that, and in looking for that, very strongly, very uh, 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 very determined to find it, and then it's not, and when you don't find it, then that's when you have found emptiness. So you don't begin your meditation looking for emptiness. In a sense that if you already have, if you're for that sophisticated way of understanding things, okay, then you're then you're not looking, then you're not uh, you're not gonna find emptiness that way. Okay, so you, you have to really look at how your mind grasps to the true nature as. Uh, as to what it believes is the true nature of reality. You must have a, a firm, a clear understanding of that. And then your meditation on emptiness is really looking for that. And the conclusion that you, that you arrive at in lo- after looking for this mode of existence, then you're supposed to just purely just focus on that. Focus on that result that you have found. And don't try to go anywhere else. Don't try to, go, don't try to uh, draw any, uh, any further conclusions. Okay, uh, because we have we've had this uh, these uh, incredible teachings on how uh, perception and the mind is connected with uh, uh, with how uh, uh, unexist, unexist, unexistent how unexistent is dependent also on on the mind and, and perception. Then, w- if you begin that way, thinking, like trying to f- see how it depends on my mind, then y- you're already just you're gra- you're holding onto a positive entity 
and you're trying to f- impose that positive entity on, onto o- o- what, what you're experiencing. Okay. So whatever phenomenon that you're examining, to, whether it is the, the sense of self, whether it is the parts of the sense of self, whether it is some outer phenomenon, there is the way, there is the true way that thing, the person or the, uh, the object of your mind exists, and then there is the way that it appears to you. Okay, the way that it appears to you—that's what you're looking for. Looking to see, you're looking to see if that is truly the way that it appears to you. Is that the way? Is is that the way that it truly exists? Okay, and that's that's what your your, your meditation is is doing. You're analyzing that. Okay. So uh, when you after you when you do when you're doing this analysis about how it appears and how it truly is. Then you see how how, how it, the way it appears it doesn't it doesn't seem to appear to depend on causes it doesn't seem to de- appear to depend on it doesn't seem to appear to depend on anything so as soon as you find that it is dependent then you have found what you are looking for you have found that it is it is it is uh, not a non a, a non dependent en- entity. So the, it, it's appearing to be non-dependent. It's appearing to be uh, self. That it, it's existing through its own power. It is uh, uh, substantial, substantially real. And when you're trying to establish that it is substantially real, you're trying to establish that it is dependently existing. And when you're trying to establish that, you find that it is not so because you you discover that that it is something that is not dependent. And what your mind now holds on to is now holding on to, uh, you could say now your mind has negated, your mind has, has done away with, with, with the appearance of being non-dependent. And this very appearance of having removed the appearance of, being, of seeming to be non-dependent, that's what you're, you're supposed to be focusing on. So don't try to go to somewhere else. Like for example, uh, knowing that it depends on causes, then, uh, uh, okay, the cup again. <laughs> so you're looking at the cup, you're examining the, the cup. As, uh, when you're looking at the, the, the cup, the way the cup is appearing to you, it seems that the cup, it doesn't seem that the cup is, is existence is, is a dependently arisen uh, a thing. So it seems to be the existence of it seems to be coming from itself. Okay, it doesn't seem to be any dependence. So this cup, which doesn't seem to be something that is dependent, is a false cup. Okay. Then, as soon as you find one dependence, then that cup, which seems to not to depend on anything, is not there anymore. Now the the problem that 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 may come up is that as soon as you find that, for example, this cup is dependent on the what do you call the person who who makes the cup, the the potter. Okay, as soon as you you connect potter as being dependent. Now, if you're focusing on the potter, now you're now you're having a, another cup that you that you're holding onto, that you that you're focusing on. Okay. Now, what you're supposed to be focusing on is Okay, now the cup that seemed to be not dependent is no longer there because you've seen that 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 cup which seems to not be dependent doesn't exist because the cup is dependent on the powder. So having having touched powder, then you just just look at, at this now. A cup that is not dependent. Okay, and this cup, which is not dependent, that's what you're focusing on. And as you're focusing on this, this cup that is not dependent, it is negating. It is it is like smashing the mind, grabbing onto a cup that is. Wait a minute. What am I saying? (laughs) As you're holding on to the cup that is a dependent cup, okay. Sorry about that. that uh, erase that. As you're holding on to seeing the cup that is dependent, 
you're no longer seeing the cup that is not dependent. Okay? And as you're focusing on this cup, which is not which is dependent, okay, don't look at the powder, which sort of like led you to this cup that is dependent. Grasping onto a cup that is not dependent. Okay? That is the purpose. So And that is the reason why there are so many uh, uh, dependencies for you to look at. One of them is the powder. So as soon as you see powder, so you don't have to you don't have to focus on the powder now, because if you're focusing on the powder, what you what, what are you going to have? You're going to have another phenomena that your mind grasping onto as being not dependent, and you have to find that now that the powder is not dependent, and then oh, the powder came from uh, uh, the powder's mother and father, for example, okay. And then, if you now look at the mother and father, then you're going to do the same thing. You're just going on a merry-go-round. Uh, mm-hmm. Just going on a merry-go-round. Okay? You're not, you're not having found what you were looking for, you, th- you, ju- you threw it away. And you're looking, you're looking for it again, as though you haven't found it. Okay? It is this very absence of a cup that is not dependent. That is, that's what you were looking for. That's what you need to focus on in order for you to be rid of those problems that you have, that you want to get rid of, in order for you to gain uh, uh, what you want to gain that, is, that would be lasting peace, for, uh, a lasting peace. Okay? Not the powder. And in this case, now that we have this, this very, uh, w- that is it's considered to be like the gross dependence, like dependence on the powder, the powder depends depending on, on, on parents. That's the gross dependence. Okay? And because of the grossness of it, it is, e- it is sort of like easy, it is not dependent. And now you're focusing on the powder, having found that the cup is dependent. So you're looking at, at, at the thing that led to seeing that the cup is not dependent. You're looking at like the finger that was pointing to the non-dependent cup. Okay? Now, the... And then finally, you know, there's the more uh, less less gross m- modes of dependence. Then we, you, now you arrive at a very su- a very subtle mode of dependence, which is uh, the, the how the subject is connected with the object. The subject that is perceiving the cup, how it is connected, also in the uh, how the the cup is dependent upon up that. And then this is where a lot of people g- get stuck. Because it, now they are looking at a very sophisticated, very subtle form of dependence of the cup, and they did, and they're doing the same thing as when you are now. You stop focusing on the cup. Now you're focusing on the powder. Now instead of focusing on the the the, the having not found the cup that is not dependent, now because what pointed to this non to this uh, dependent cup or the non-existing non-dependent oh, it's confusing <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, so you have to use a lot of not not nots in this you're looking at the absence of a cup that is end up now looking at the looking at the subject and you think that looking at the cup looking at the looking at the subject is having found the lack of existence the lack of inherent existence of the cup now, what you're just looking at now is just you're looking at the mind, okay? Seeing how the mind is one of the is the is one of the dependence of the cup. Instead of looking at what the mind, what having uh, that dependence pointing to, you're looking at that you're looking at the the the, the mind itself. And now you're holding on to the mind, and you're thinking that you're looking at emptiness. You're not looking at emptiness. You're looking at the mind. The emptiness for you to be looking at is what the what the because the mind is a dependence. What it was pointing to. That's what you were supposed to be looking at. Okay. And then you come up with and we come up with a lot of elaborate you know things when we come up with the mind. Like you know, there's no other people existing. It's just because everything's coming from my mind. I'm the only one that exists because you know since my mind is a, is a dependent of of the thing that exists, then my mind is creating things, and my mind is creating other people. Then there's really no other people. There's really no Buddhas. When if I see a Buddha, my mind created the Buddha. 
then you, you essentially made yourself into an ignorant, omniscient being. <laughs> okay. An omniscient being who is also ignorant. Like, you, you found a, a perfect oxymoron. Okay? <laughs> now, the sophist- uh, understanding, understanding how... Okay. And, it's, and, it's, and for you to really, truly understand it requires a lot of meditation, requires a lot of uh, work. And when you finally arrive at it, then you, you will not, you should not be now uh, holding on to the mind. Okay? It's really, uh, uh, it's really like, uh, uh, how's that saying go? The, the teacher pointing to the moon with his finger and then the, the student keeps staring at the finger. Okay? Okay. And missing the moon altogether. So if you keep staring at the mind, oh, look, the mind. It, 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 it is one of the, uh, the, the, uh, the dependent co- uh, relationship of, of this thing. Look at the mind. Look at the mind. And you just missed it. You just, now you're looking at another phenomena that you're looking at with ignorance. Okay? And because you, you can't say that uh, the mind is, it would be difficult for you to say the mind is dependent on oh, wait a minute I, I just went out of sophistication the last sophistication is supposed to be mind so so the mind is dependent on what? on another mind? then whose mind? then you have to then you come up with you may come up with very sophisticated you know, things like uh, there's this one mind that all minds come from or and then trying to express that you can't express it you can't, we can't re- really un- understand it Okay, so as soon as you as soon as you are able to establish that, then focus on the lack, the lackness that you have you have, you have found. That's what you should be focusing on. That is the antidote. That is the medicine. Okay. Uh, because you're gonna end up. You know, uh, it's like uh, there's a lot of mess here, and you take the mess here and you bring it to another room. Okay, you still have your still have your mess. You're in a different room, but it's still your mess. Okay, so uh, and it 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 may it may seem to be too simple. That's why the mind uh, is called uh, 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 the things that the mind makes are called elaborations, and the mind is a great elaborator. Okay. It loves to elaborate. It loves to uh, fantasize. It loves to make things up. It's too simple. It has to be more complicated than that. Okay? That's why you come up with the, oh yeah, because all the, there are a bunch of little minds and they all uh, come together in just one big, big mind and then this one big mind is... Uh, and you're trying to find some, something else beyond that. I don't know what... I, uh, I don't think I've talked with someone to find something beyond that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there's something beyond mind. Like uh, there's a way of knowing without the instrument of knowing. <laughs> that would be pure illusion, yeah. But the thing is, it's because you're, you found what you're looking for and you're still looking for it somewhere else. And when, you, when you're looking for it for someone else, then the mind, I mean, the mind is, loves to create stuff, loves to elaborate. Okay? And we are looking at the dependence of the mind of everything. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? No, you're not looking at the dependence you're looking at what appears once you establish dependence. Okay? See, because w- uh, on the face of it, it says no dependence. Okay? Then once you establish dependence, then exactly what appears. Not what is the depending thing. Okay? Like if it's causes, you're not focusing on the cause which is the dependence of that. Because the nature of every existing phenomena is that what? it is dependent okay so if, as soon as you have just one phenomena and you establish its dependence then that's it you, you've, done your, you've done your work you've done your job but if you're now focusing on one of the phenomena that it is, this phenomena is dependent on what are you looking at? A phenomena which is dependent. <laughs> okay? 
It, doesn't, it, it will not stop. It just keep on going, 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 and forever. Okay. The question I have is that if you take a, like garbage, uh-huh. you see a pile of garbage. Yeah. And then if you look deeply, you see that the garbage there's there's no garbage there because there's separate things that make up the garbage. Uh huh. Like uh, paper. And when you when you're looking at garbage. At first, at first, uh, first sight, you don't see the dependence of this phenomenon that's called garbage. It seems to be a, a, a completely independent, completely self-sustaining, sustaining entity. And as soon as you break that down, you d- you, d- you 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 disprove that it is not that it is a, a independent entity. Then that entity that seems to be dependent I'm sorry, that entity that seems to be non-dependent where is it? that entity that seems to be non-dependent where is it? the garbage that seems to not to depend on the paper and the cans where is it? that's the garbage you're supposed to be focusing on Not not, not the paper now the paper becomes another entity to be looking at then the can becomes another entity to be looking at. Okay, it's like you know, you have you have found it, but now you keep looking for it again. Okay. And and when you when you when you do find your mind doing that, doing this circular thing, now now going to that, now going to that, and uh, the the thing with the mind is that uh, unfortunately you can't. Uh, most of the time you can't go back. I mean, you could go back. But you, but it, you seem to you seem to get stuck on that one, okay. And when when just looking at the mind as I know like the paper, the the can, so mind, okay. So with the paper and the can, you could look at paper, and you, and you say oh trees and trees oh that was not dependent. As soon as you found that it depends, then you have found the garbage that is dependent. And now you're looking at the garbage that is not dependent. You're directly looking at the garbage. Uh, the garbage. You're, the garbage that is not dependent. You're looking at its absence. Okay, and it is the abs- this very absence that you have to focus on. It is this very absence that is the antidote. Okay. If you, if if you look at the paper, if you look at the can, then that look- absence is the mind. No. What's, What's that? Absence, it's absence. But then when we find the absence, then, then you find that there. No, don't go, in, don't go anywhere else. That's what I'm trying to say. Ah. Don't go anywhere else. You were going to say? I was, it, what you're saying is that it's absence of an independent self. Yeah. So, an independently existing garbage. You have found its absence, the absence of such a of such an entity. Focus on that absence. And if you look at, oh, the reason I'm looking, I'm able to see this absence because of the mind. Then look at, then then, then okay, you have found a subtle. You, you found you're looking for something that you are completely convinced is somewhere. Okay, and when you come to not finding it, what are you looking at? It's, it's that very thing that you're looking at that gives you the revelation. Uh, all right, find for me the the elephant in the room, the live hundred foot elephant. Okay, now what do you see? The live one hundred foot elephant. No. What, why do you say that? What are you directly perceiving for you to say that? You're looking at the lack of an elephant. You are directly <laughs> looking at lack of elephant. It is this direct perception of lack of elephant that makes you give you the realization that there is no elephant here. Okay? But if you didn't directly perceive this lack of elephant, there might be some paranoia in your mind that you're going to get trampled in a moment by this 100-foot elephant. Okay? 
because you are directly perceiving there is no el- there, that you're directly looking at the lack of elephant in this room then there is no presence of paranoia that you're going to be trampled by an elephant so if you arrive at the lackness and you, and you, and you think you, 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 it's too simple you have to go somewhere else I mean I could this be the antidote and and that's why there's a lot of confusion uh, in the sense of substantial empty space. You know what I mean? Substantially empty space. You think substantially empty space is the true nature of, of things. Mm-hmm. That is not the case. Okay? And also, if you, uh, if you get stuck in the mind, then you think of the mind as being the substantial... Uh, the substantial substance, the substantial, the substantial, thank you, the substantial component of of of, of existing things. Okay. Should should we also be, at the same time that we're perceiving the lack, developing Mm -hmm. a conviction about the lack, or is that not something we should go with? No, it, it, the, the, what will make the the, uh, the the directly perceiving the the lackness, the absence, powerful, is having a very strong conviction in in the beginning that you're going to find something. Right. Okay. And then it's when that conviction is shattered by not finding it. That's that's where the power of that lackness will will, uh, will smash at the, at the grasping. Okay. Hmm? The conviction that it's not there will replace Yeah. That's what I'm yeah. Sure. It's the conviction we know the elephant's not here. We have this yes, conviction. Yes, yes, this conviction. This you forgot to look. So you're going to do a meditation, think of you know, whatever object you, can, uh, you want to analyze. You know, somebody got, got garbage. <laughs> uh, the mind is tricky uh, because it's tricky. <laughs> so it's, 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 it's a very sophisticated object to analyze to find its ultimate, ultimate nature. Okay, you, if, you, if, you have the, you know, if you want to, you can use that. Or you know, just the body or the room or whatever. whatever. Whatever appears to your mind, then look at how it appears to your mind, how it's appearing to be none. I mean, really find the, the gut, I would say, the gut feeling of how the mind grasps onto it as being self-existent or, or non-dependent. Really find that. And then look for, is it really non-dependent? Because and, and as soon as you find any dependency, any dependency, then your mind will let go of, of holding onto that object as being non-dependent, and then focus on this lackness that you have found, the absence of the object that your mind thought existed, an object that is not dependent. Okay, that's what you're supposed to be focusing on. Right. If it's not object, if analyzing object, yeah. Like emptiness itself could be called an object uh, if when you meditate on it, right? So, so stir up your determination as to what you're going to do, why you're going to do it. As you do so, get into your posture. And quickly recall the, the state of tranquility, the tr- uh, sense of ease that you experience before the break, and try to have it appear as clear as you can, and then infuse that state into the present. As you go check your legs, infuse that state into the legs, 
into the hands, elbows and shoulders, the back, head and neck, mouth, teeth, tongue, eyes, facial muscles. And be mindful of the sense of ease. Then bring your awareness to the heart center. Observe five cycles of breath. can begin your meditation first identify object that you're going to analyze sense of self or parts of the sense of self grasp onto it as being substantially real independently real And having have a str- after having a strong sense of that, then you're going to seek to establish that if that is the, the case or not, but trying to prove it to be such. And as soon as you find that is not the case, focus on the lack of this object that seems to be independent.
stay aware of the tranquil state that you're experiencing presently and have a determination to remain in that state and compassion naturally arises in your heart love naturally arises in your heart and while holding all beings in this embrace strongly wish that they be free of whatever problems they are experiencing strongly wish that they find true happiness back to the breath staying aware of the breath slowly become aware of the body once more starting with the top of the head include more and more until you reach the toes being a holiday holiday day <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna we won't have the, the next class because give Leon a break okay <laughs> 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 so we meet the next week next Friday okay thank you yeah. uh, if you're in Philadelphia I'll see you <laughs> Ne so next, yeah, next Friday the Dalai Lama will be in Philadelphia, and I'll be over there. <laughs> so we, I'll meet, I'll see you the following Friday. And if if you're in Philadelphia, I'll see you in, I'll see you in Philadelphia. Okay, right. Thank you. <laughs>